thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me at the range point four. This is control. Be radio. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the Guard Frequency, and as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 203 of the Best Damn Space Sim Podcast Ever, recorded Friday, March 2nd, and available for download Tuesday, March 6th, 2018, over at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Henry. And Tony's in the audio booth, because thanks to a huge storm, my power company is anything but smooth, and that means Jeff gets to start the spiel. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so take a minute. Tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds.GuardFrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come join us at 10 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over on twitch.tv slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on that Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all our Patreons who support us week on week, and we hope you'll consider joining them, because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek from the TV series, the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Our latest endeavor, Heroes Rise, brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get to the show. What have we got in store this week, Jeff? In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Chivalry Bean hands you a space pickaxe to go mining in Nuggets for Nuggets. Then we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as your favorite four unlock the mysteries of the Aurora. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. 3175, Port Bay, hands on approach, checker screen, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. In the latest legal maneuvering between CIG and Crytek, CIG looks up and shouts, Settle this! And Crytek looks down and whispers, No! And the February monthly report is out. There is so much news from the Elite update that we're not going to even cover half of it. But we'll chew through what we can. And you explorer types are way behind as Elite pilots have only discovered 112,863,791 individual star systems, which is only about 0.028% of the systems created by the Stellar Forge. At least the fuel rats are doing their bit, surpassing 40,000 gassed-up pilots in the deep black. Congrats to the fuel rats, man. Yeah. 40,000 rescues. Wow. That is a lot of rescues. Now, some of them are repeat customers, I'm sure. But most people learn their lesson after one one time running out of gas. Some of us don't. <laughs> some of us don't. Some okay. of us might require multiple rescues. But that, that means that 40,000, just think of that. 
let's 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 say that ten thousand people are are doubles. So that means thirty thousand different pilots have been touched by this one organization. Yeah, that's huge. That is cool. That's that is huge. So congratulations to those guys. Absolutely. You're a fuel rat there, aren't you, Tony? I went through the training. So I'm, I'm like officially a fuel rat, but I've never actually rescued anybody. Uh, I've never actually gone on one of the rescues. So. I did something completely stupid the other day and almost had to call Tony for help. He was he was standing by. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. I blew up my Type 10 because I'm, I'm not very careful, and I had to switch to a cheaper ship because now, thankfully, um, I have cheaper ships because I can't afford to buy my Type 10 back yet. So I, I grabbed this cheap <laughs> ship at the station I'm at and just flew off and then realized... I really should have grabbed a fuel scoop, and I realized that when I'm at, about at the end of fuel, so I'm just frustrated trying to fly away from this whole Type 10 situation and get back to the bubble where all my ships are, and I, I completely forgot a fuel scoop. Luckily, we managed to get me home playing with the navigation computer a little bit to change the route parameters, but we did manage to get me to a system to refuel. But it was a, yeah, it was a tense couple of minutes, wasn't it, Tony? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, see, Henry, you, you changed your nav your from the fast to the economic. Yeah. And you found a, st a station within range. Yeah. One of those rare stations in the in the dark space between the Pleiades and the bubble that has not been blown up by Thargoids. Yeah, I was lucky. Uh, I was yeah, lucky. So, uh, so he found that he found a spot to, to gas up and get home. So yeah, but I, I I was I was ready. I was there. He was in the hands of a semi professional. Uh, me. An official fuel rat train, but it wouldn't have gone through the fuel rat uh, call out system, which uh, which is a, is a wonder in and of itself. So, again, if anybody ever runs out of gas, fuelrats.org, uh, uh, just uh, call for help, and they will they will send somebody to you. They have had some practice, so good job to, for them. Um, but the rest of uh, aside from Henry's little mishap, um, I played a lot of hours this week. I was able to play with my son. I was able to play with uh, uh, Elliot, our uh, semi chief guy here at priority one sort of old school guy anyway uh and uh so we we put in a number of hours and made a few space bucks um and had some frustrating experiences with the bounty system i heard i am not a fan little little, little mini rant little mini rant so we're doing our bounty hunting shtick and i accidentally it's one of those things where the cops are wailing away on a guy, so I know he's wanted. So I flip my, the nose of my ship around, and I accidentally squeeze a shot off before my scan finishes. And that's an assault. Even if the ship is actually wanted, but you didn't finish your scan, you're technically shooting a clean ship because your computer doesn't know any better. So I get tagged for a 400-credit bounty, and I'm like, ah, crap. Now, under the old system, basically, you get sent to the timeout corner for 10 minutes while your bounty decays into a fine... And then you pay the fine, and then you're back at it. That is not the new experience. The new experience is even if your notoriety is zero, which is uh, you only get notoriety if you actually murder somebody, uh, your notoriety is zero. You have to find an Interstellar Factors outlet to pay. The map is wrong. So if you go to the map in the in the game and you uh, go to the right submenu and you select I want systems within Interstellar Factors, it's just wrong. It's not there. And then when you go in, if, once you figure out by using outside websites uh, and sources like eddb.io uh, or inara.cz, once you find a place, a low security system that has a large pad, because I was flying my cutter, which those places are not common. Once I found one, then you got to go into the system map in the game. And it's not called Interstellar Factors. No, no, it's called Broker Network. So then you're looking for something that's not called the same thing. But once you find one, 
then you can go and you can pay off your fine and then it's easy as pie. So just be sure to bookmark it after you spend, like I did, two hours figuring all this stuff out. Fun fact, I landed at a station that I thought had interstellar factors according to the game menu. Not there. So I summoned my smaller ship. I summoned a smaller ship from my home system, got into it, went to a station with a with a small pad that this my cutter wouldn't fit, but my diamond back would. And then landed, hit interstellar factors, and tried to pay off my bounty there. No, 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 no. Bounties are attached to ships. So I couldn't use a different ship to pay off a bounty on another ship. You have to land the ship that's hot at Interstellar Factors to pay off the bounty on that ship. That makes so little sense. The whole system is so convoluted. Yeah. I mean, here, here I've cooled down. This was going to be a much rantier rant. I've had a couple of days to, to chill. Did you a have bit. a good cry? I had, I had a good cry. I had, I had a, you know, I, pl- I put a little, uh, I, I put a little seventies, you know, music on in the background, kind of, kind of bopped it out. It was all right. After that, I was a little, I was fine. But the system is supposed to be a penalty, and it's supposed to penalize you in game time, right? The notoriety factor winds down over a couple hours per point. Uh, you have to leave your regular routine and go do something else for a while. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's designed that way. Well, it worked because it took me probably two, two and a half hours of game time to figure out exactly how to clean the bounty off of my large ship. So I guess working as intended. Well, but, I, I got to wow. say no, because there were two things you said were broken, right? I mean, a yeah. place where something was named different. Other yeah, than that, that's, that needs to get fixed. Other than that, Tony, don't shoot the cops, man. What do you expect? You shot a cop. You shot at a I cop. I did not shoot a cop. I shot a wanted guy. I just shot him oh, before that's, my computer Yeah, that's was right. Finished. It wasn't even an inadvertent friendly fire. No, mm-hmm. you just shot him before the skin. You know what? Yeah, that's that always been a problem. I hate that. Bro. I hate that. I get it, though, because he's not wanted too. to you. I think maybe once the cops are engaged with somebody, everyone in the area should know they're wanted. I, you know what I, I mean? Th- that would make yeah. sense. Or the other thing that makes sense is that it's a fine. I mean, because if it, if the if the if the guy's actually wanted, and you shoot him before the scan's done, I think that ought to be a fine, not a bounty. Because I I get that you should. It's trigger discipline. It's civilization and space. You know, you know, don't just go shooting people willy nilly. I think if the guy's actually wanted and you shouldn't and you haven't finished the scan yet, that should be a fine. If you shoot a guy and he turns out to be not wanted at all and clean. That should be a bounty, and it should be a much bigger bounty than 400 credits. As I'm flying around an 800 million plus credit ship, I've got a 400 credit bounty on it, and I'm hopping systems everywhere trying to go, Can somebody help me pay off my bounty, please? Hello? Hello, friendly bureaucrat? Well, this is Sean. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, I need to pay off my bounty. Yeah, Thar. Yeah, we don't do that here. It's not It's not a thing we do. You're just, you're dirty. Go someplace else. You know, I mean, that's... It was just, it was very, it was a frustrating experience to me. But, but once I got it cleaned off, then we went to town. I love the new wing missions. Yeah. Love them. Haven't done it yet. Love them. No, they're fantabulous. So you wing up with, you wing up with your buddy or you don't. You do it by yourself. Either way, you, you, the mission grabber, the mission holder, the mission owner, Goes out, takes this mission, goes out and starts, and for me, it was uh, blowing up pirates. So I go out, I blow up 10 or 15 pirates, and then my son uh, quits whatever game he's playing and says, Hey, Dad, I'm going to jump into Elite. I'm like, awesome, come help me. So he jumps in, and he and I knock out like 60 ships. 
And then later that night, uh, Elliot comes on and we polish off the rest of the last seven or whatever it is that we got to do. So people jump in and out of the wing and help out. Now, at the end of the day, I logged my son back in. Well, I turned in the mission and we all got credit for it. Because all of you were logged in at once? Right. I'm not quite sure how the, the back end of this works yet. We're going to do some more experimenting on it. It's at least theoretically possible that somebody could not pull the trigger once, sign into the game, join the wing right before I turn in the mission, and then get credit for completing the mission. Which would, I mean, and at me as the mission owner, it doesn't cost me anything. I mean, everybody gets the full reward no matter what. I haven't heard so, of that happening. I mean, I've been reading the well, forums and things. I haven't played the wing missions, but I have been reading. I haven't heard that that happens. Is that something people are talking about? I haven't heard people talk about it. And I was trying, I test, I was going to test it, but I did it wrong. I forgot to, I forgot to jump up and walk over to my son's computer and accept the mission or something. I forgot to do some intermediate step. And so he For wasn't out part loud, of the Tony. I know I'm a terrible tester and, and you, and you have to kill like 70 ships before you can do it. So it's not exactly, you can just like jump right back out and repeat the test really, it's really easily. But it's at least possible. I hope there's logic in there that says if you didn't even get a shot on to one of the ships during the 70 or 90 kills or whatever it is to take the mission, I hope they've got that in there so that it, it disqualifies you. If not, that's, that is close to what I would consider an exploit. If by close to, do you mean exactly is? Like, it would be. No, but I, no, I still don't. I don't think so. You've got to know if again, it happens first. Otherwise, it's all speculation. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is speculation at this point. That's why That's why I'm talking about it, because I don't know. I'm not telling people this is an exploit because, oh, my God, you can go do this and make lots of money. I don't know if it is or not. I, that might, I screwed up the test. Sorry. But and it, even, if I, even if it is a thing, I would hope it would be a relatively easy fix for Frontier to basically add the logic if you didn't pull, if you didn't get shots on. If out of those 90 kills, you not even one of them was partially yours, you just don't get credit. I would think that that same logic would be applied to if you were on a delivery mission and you didn't even deliver one ton, or you didn't get that 5% bonus, you know, when you when someone's, uh, you get that trade credit when you're like an escort. I mean, these are things you can check for to see that you helped out during that mission. Yeah, I'd like to know if it works that way. It may work that way now. Um, that would I be would good. hope so. I mean, again, I'm no genius programmer, and those are the solutions I came up with just sitting here, and that would, and these would work. This would be something that would be pretty foolproof. The computer, the, the, the database will know how many of those 90 kills were yours, and how many of the 90 kills were Henry's, and how many 90 kills were Jeff's. So if you don't even have one, or even a partial one, it'll just go, sorry, you didn't do anything, you know, credit denied. And same with the same with the delivery, right? You've got that trade depot now, where you people just drop off and drop off and drop off until it's until it's done. So it would know how many of those are, how many tons of ore are yours, uh, or it would know, hey, you got trade five hundred space bucks in trade credit at that station during this mission, so you were clearly escorting or or part of that. So I think these things would be relatively easy to fix, even if it even if it is exploitable at this point. Uh, which I don't know. I don't know if it is or not because I screwed the test because I'm not a programmer. I'm sitting here in the background listening to you rant and rave about the uh, bounty system. And, and I, I have to wonder, I have to uh, wonder if it's on purpose that they do this because one, we have an IFF system in the, in the, that uh, identifies each other to us and, or to mm -hmm. one another. And two, as soon as you, as soon as you, smack this guy, you immediately got a bounty that was broadcast across everybody. And you are, uh, yeah. You know, so why why do we have to scan these uh, known criminals? I mean, 
I, I don't get, I mean, other than the fact that it's a gameplay issue. That's it. Uh, you know, that uh, it has to be that way. It just it doesn't make any, you know, logical sense in the real world kind of dynamics that uh, you actually have to get be bothered with that. I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. But it's just, it's that it's part of their, you know, we, I've, we've always talked to the, about this game as being a series of mini games. Part of the shooting somebody down mini game is you have to scan them first, see if they're wanted. And if they're not wanted, there are consequences to you shooting them. And if you don't know if they're wanted or not, there are also consequences to you shooting them. And I think that the I think that category needs to change. I think if they are in fact wanted and you shoot them, it needs to be a fine. If they if you don't scan them and they are not wanted, I think that needs to be a bounty and a much bigger bounty than foreign credits. Well, see, and I remember I haven't played in a while, but it seems to me like if I you know scroll through my targets, people pop up as wanted all the time. I mean, they they're you know NPCs, not and other yeah other uh, yeah yeah, and that's if if someone in your wing has scanned them. No, I mean maybe you haven't solo. I mean that's the only way I think. If you yeah, scan them, or your wing has. Yeah, I think so, so. If someone in your wing has already scanned them, and you don't have to do a full kill warrant scan, it can just be point your nose at them and wait five seconds. Right. It can be that scan. That scan will pop up as wanted. Yeah, yeah, even that way. But and but it, but I I really do think that there needs to be, especially with has with with as painful as it is to clean off bounties now. I think there needs to. I think that 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 little bit needs to be changed. Um, but the hunting is actually the hunting is good. I mean they've they've tweaked something. So that it rains bad guys now. We're just we we there was no like downtime. We we went to a has res to clean up the pirates. There was always a target to shoot down. There was always something for us to we didn't like stand around waiting for a new spawn to come or fly around in circles just hoping something would appear. No, there's there's always there are always targets, uh and, and mission targets too, not just like wanted. We are supposed to kill a certain faction of pirates. So the background was spawning those valid targets pretty constantly, and that was great. So we made money off of the the actual bounties because several of us had kill warrant scanners. Um, so we made we made decent money off the bounties, and then we were on the the mission from the wing mission, and so we got that too. So by the end of the night, we we, we did maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and each of us brought in nine nine million credits. Which isn't as awesome as like a a, um, a Palin mission, but it's you know it's it's in the ballpark, and we were having fun. Yeah, we were having yeah. fun doing it, and that's the most important thing. Did you try the uh, uh, mul- the multiplayer aspect? You know, did you have something in your turret? No, I think that's still broken. As far as I'm concerned, that's a dead mechanic until they figure out the reward structure for that. I mean, I don't. They really ought to just make it the same. They really ought to make the wing missions the same as the multi-crew thing. Everybody gets the same full payout. They really ought to do that. I understand there's AFK issues and other stuff like that, but why not just have it be the same? If, you, if, you're, if you're the gunner and you didn't hit a single one, you don't get the payout. If you're a fighter pilot and you didn't shoot down a single target, you don't get the payout. I don't know. But, it's, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't do any multi-crew stuff. What else is there? Uh, there's new tech that they teased, the Guardian tech. Did you see some of this, Henry? Yeah, I saw the uh, intro video, and I'm planning mm-hmm. to travel out there once I get some. Once I finish this mining with Shiv, I'm planning to head back out there in my ASP that I can afford to fly. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna head out there and check out some of the new stuff. The new ruins look cool. I don't know if you've seen any of the spoilers. Yeah, but the I ruins have. do look cool. They're more above mm-hmm. ground. There's more to them than the old uh, ruins. Um, mm-hmm. So that's cool. There's some like complete arches to kind of drive under. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know how many spoilers we should say, but there might oh, be a guardian everything. presence there. Spoil everything! There might be something to, to fight with. Um, something you can piss off, like the... Uh, uh, what yeah. were they called? The scavengers at the Thargoid bases? Yeah. It's the equivalent yeah. of them for the guardians, but... Yeah. Um, so it's... it's, it's uh, they're skimmers if they're at human locations. They're scavengers if they're at Thargoid locations. And they're sentinels if they're at guardian ones. Mm-hmm. But they're basically cannon fodder for your scarab. Yeah. For your SRV, um, and and I don't feel I mean that's it is a spoiler, but it's they they show it at the end of the preview video, the Commander Chronicles with uh, with with Ram Todd, a little cartoon machinima, thing. which was cool. I that love was them. cool. Yeah. I love yeah that they and that's this is the that was the third one they've done. They did one for um for when the stations got hit, and they did one for when they introduced the uh, AX weapons. And they've they've really the quality has really improved with each one. I mean, they're really looking good. Those little uh, cartoon animations that they that um, elites doing to tease the um, updates. I like that they're getting good at animating the full characters. Maybe one day we'll get uh, to walk around a little bit. That'll be awesome. It's got to be a, yeah. It's got to be a completely different engine though. They look no, they really really do look. I really want to walk around my ship, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you can. You have got the VR rig. You, you can yeah, already can't. stand I, up and move the over. The back door doesn't open. I'm stuck in my, oh, my cabin. Right. One yeah. day, space legs. One day. Although one day. in that Type Ten, you can walk to the back and you can see like down corridors and stuff. There's like open doorway to the side. You can you can walk around that and kind oh, of. Oh, they're teasing things. you. You can look down under the catwalk and see more of the the ship below. Oh, it's really teasing cool. you. It's such I'm a tease. Such a tease. Oh, those bad, those bad, bad boys at FDEP. Yeah. Bad boys. Yeah. Uh, and girls. Bad boys and girls. So there's new tech. If you blow up the Sentinels and and uh, and, scr- and scrounge around for their parts, gather enough of those things, you can take them to Guardian Brokers and get new guns and a new power plant, which they accidentally let people engineer, which they weren't supposed to. So they're going to take away your engineered Guardian power plant and give you a regular Guardian power plant and a bunch of cool materials or something, high-end materials, as a way of saying, sorry, you don't get to have that. Not yours. So there's that. Bugs. You know, bugs happen. It's a new release. Uh, and they couldn't exactly hand those out to people and let them test it because uh, they wanted that to be a surprise, which, of course, we unlocked on, like, the third day of the, the new patch being open. You know, it's like, hey, it's, there's new stuff and we're finding it all on the first day. And oh oh oh, this is another little, a tiny little pet peeve. Speaking of the brokers, I think they need the depot thing, like the wing missions, like the engineers have, right? Where you know, because they've got like they want like forty of this one thing and twenty of this other thing and and eight of this other deal. They really ought to have it like the engineers were, where if you collected twenty modular terminals, you could go drop those off, and it stacked up your meter. And then when you got the last five, then you go back and finish it off. That would be cool because. Yeah, because I'm looking at those requirements, and I'm like, so I've got to haul around 39 Xs, you know, Neofabric Insulate, whatever the hell I need. i got to haul those around, which means that I can't either I'm going to have to fly a small cargo ship or I'm going to have to keep flying my large ship and have a 64 or, you know, probably 64 um, uh, count cargo bay in there all the time. So, and that means I can't change into a smaller ship if I want to go do something else for a while. So it seems like... That would be a good place for one of those, for a, a system like the engineers have. Get 20 of these things, drop it off. Hey, I found some vanadium here. Here's a bunch of my vanadium, and I'll finish it off later on. When a system is in a game, it makes sense to use that system if you're going to implement something else, you know, so that there's some repetition and some familiarity 
familiarity. Right. Excuse me. Um, Famil- familiar. Famil- so you know what? So you've seen it before. There's a family. So you've seen it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the thing that you've seen before. You're, it's you're like your family. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that makes sense. And it seems like they could have done that. It would have made a lot more sense to just use a yeah. really similar interface and system something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and again, it could be that they, it's, that, that, that could be part of the time sync strategy for it like when you're doing that you're only doing that you're not doing anything else and so you're you know so darn it i gotta hurry up and get this done so i can go back to doing this other thing Ah. that's the thing with like time sinks in games that that i think is the wrong approach giving you something that you just have to do this now that sucks giving you lots of little things that you could go and do any of them that you want and kind of do some here and do some there and come back to something that's more fun and they you could do that if you could drop that stuff off like you're talking about in a depot yeah, so I think uh, overall the patch is great. Overall, I'm having a good time with it. Um, really, the wing missions I think are are, are pretty strong. Uh, I think that, they, that maybe there's some edge cases that might need to get ironed out, and but with I think pretty simple solutions. I sit here in my chair, being a non-program, and I say, just code that. You know, just code it. Well, it'll actually, we have listeners that write, write letters about that one, buddy. Oh, he- we're oh, kidding. Oh, Henry. It'll be we're kidding, Henry. <laughs> It's my sarcastic voice, everyone. <laughs> Programming is difficult, and you should go to school and get a degree. Yay! Uh, it's so, not like uh, being a lawyer. Yeah, no, no. It's not like being... No. <laughs> you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There are some dumb lawyers, let me just tell you. Oh, is that a good segue? Can yeah, I use that sure. as a segue? So anyway, latest on the CIG thing, they had a little like... It's, it's, a, it's usually a routine filing. Again, disclaimer... I don't practice in federal court. It's a there are rules of procedure in, in every different court, federal, state, different states in the union, different levels of court in the states, whether you're in probate or civil or criminal. I mean, there are procedural rules upon procedural rules upon procedural rules, and unless you practice in that court, there's no way you're an expert. Okay. Having said that, this is in California, Central District Federal Court. They have a discovery rule, which is relatively uniform throughout the entire all the 50 states, but every court does it just anyway. My point is, I'm not an expert, but they have a routine document that they are supposed to uh, file with the court that says, We're moving the case along, Your Honor, while we're waiting for you to review all these documents. We're starting the 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 gears are grinding. Um, moving along for discovery, where we exchange facts from both sides and paperwork and documents and potential witnesses. And, you know, we're working on the case while we're waiting for you on our, we're not just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. Usually that's a routine document, unless you have CIG on the other side of the V. And in this case, Crytek's lawyers said, pursuant to rule XYZ, we did this and we did that and we did that. And CIG did something weird. And then CIG goes, well, and then goes off for a paragraph or two about how it's so unfair that they're even in this case, which is not what this filing is for. The most interesting part of the whole thing is that CIG took the opportunity to tell the court and the rest of the world, by extension, that they asked Crytek for a settlement number. And Crytek says, no, we're not ready yet. We don't we're not going to give you a settlement number yet. We're not going to. Now, that's very interesting to me, because as an attorney. When you file a suit like this, it's a dollar number. At the end of the day, it's a dollar figure most of the time. So how do they not have one? Well, that's the thing. 99% of the time it's a dollar figure. And you go in there thinking, here's a range of dollars that I would I would be happy with, right? This is a range of, you know, here at the, at the, at the very lowest end, you've got what it costs to hire the lawyers, right? I'm going to at least not lose on the deal. My lawyer bills will be paid for. 
And then everything on top of that is like, this is how much we feel like we were damaged. We feel like you know, this is what it cost us reputationally or lost business or um, the money that we should have earned from a contract between CIG and Crytek that we that would have been fair, whatever. If everybody behaved correctly, we would have gotten... There's a range there. Lawyers' fees and on up. But the fact that Crytek is just like, we don't know, we don't, we're not, we're not ready for the numbers yet. That, to me, says that it may not be just about the money. There, it, it, again, there's always money as a component, but it may not be just about the money. And I think that that is very interesting. What else would it be about, really? I don't get it. Are I, they... There's some history between these guys, as, as some people have pointed out. What um, I mean, Crytek... I'm sorry, is what is what could they want? What could they ever want besides money? Because that's all you can get in court, right? Well, you, you, there's that's 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 legal relief. There's also th- something called equitable relief, which are typically known as injunctions. So they could enjoin the use of certain pieces of Crytek code. They could enjoin the use of intellectual property or markings or materials or whatever. You know, the equitable relief is pretty far and wide, and courts are generally reluctant to grant it willy-nilly. And I think that's why Crytek is saying, we need to go farther into discovery to find out just exactly what you've been doing and what you've been doing it with and for how long. They want more facts. If they can get more facts, they I think I think the calculation is the more facts we get, the worse CIG looks and the more stuff we can ask for with a straight face. So it's like we're not going to give you a settlement number yet because it's only going up from here. That's how they feel. That's how they analyze the case is that they know they know just enough to hurt CIG right now. But they think that the more they get into it, it's going to sting worse. And the more they get into it, I think that they're they're probably going to aim for some kind of injunctive relief as well. But but that's a kind of a high bar. Like I said, courts are not, especially in a contract case, courts are unwilling to do anything special if it's just money. If it's just about the money, they'll whatever money figure you can prove, they'll happily award that to you. But if you want something extra, you got to prove extra. Forgive me because I don't understand the injunctive relief. What would that what would that actually be? Like if they're if it's not more money to them, is it something it, like money yeah. coming from their stuff moving forward, or is it they would own the property or something? Like what do they get? Your typical injunction is starts out thou shalt not. Most people the the injunction most people are familiar with are is the restraining order. Oh, so it's thou, more like we're gonna get yeah. paid and you can't do this anymore. Exactly. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a, well, in some flavor of that, it, it won't be like you can't. You can't make Star Citizen. That's not a thing that the court would say. But you may not use this ty- this technology to make Star Citizen. If Crytek designed the technology, you may not use it. Or if Crytek, if you know, if it's not part of this license, or if it was part of this license, you may not use it. Uh, or or if you do use it, you um, any any instance of it, you will pay additional royalties, or you will get special permission, or whatever. Usually, injunctions start off with a "Thou shalt not." So if you if if but again, that's especially in a contract case, that's a high bar. Again, what it signals to me is that this ain't just about the money and the more facts that they get, they think the more they'll be entitled to ask for. So this could go on for a while. Part of what they did was they did a scheduling order and the earliest the trial would go off is July of 2019. Jeff, the immortal will be the only one around to see the end. 
pretty much. He's you the know, only the one who'll get to play heat. Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah, the, the rest of us will have died of the heat death of the universe, and uh, and, and Jeff will be the only one left. Still waiting. Still waiting. All right, now they're all caught up with the latest in space sim news. Let's check out the latest in space news with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio on Anseath, I'm Spencer McDunn and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. The latest round of counterattacks appeared to have stalled the Thargoid Juggernaut. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Spencer. Once again, the combined might of the galaxy's independent pilots under the coordination of federal and imperial military leadership appears to have blunted the alien offensive towards the bubble. Thursday came and went without a trace of station damage, and reports are that at least two stations, the Oracle and Obsidian Orbital, are nearing restoration to full functionality. Imperial Admiral and Senator Denton Petraeus expressed his gratitude toward the brave commanders who struck back at the Thargoid invaders, as well as those who rescued survivors and recovered wreckage. But the silver lining of victory doesn't hide the large cloud hanging over this latest operation. If these exercises are so effective, why haven't they been made permanent? Why haven't the three galactic powers instituted a species-wide counteroffensive to root out the dozens of Thargoid installations throughout the Pleiades? In short, what are they waiting for? For Galactic Public Radio, deep in the Pleiades sector, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. In related news, technicians working for Ram Ta have managed to recover and weaponize ancient Guardian technology. The new devices have yet to be thoroughly tested by official Pilots Federation quality control personnel, but initial reports from the field are extremely positive. Some commanders are crediting the success of the latest counteroffensive to the deployment of those unorthodox weapons. While not widely available, military planners are hoping to scale up both production and magnitude of the new technology. Finally, residents of the Corps are viewing developments with the Thargoids with growing concern. Not concern for the Corps, but for the colonial sector. An Eric Crimson Vision Corporation spokesman stated, quote, If the Thargoids come knocking, we don't want the people of Colonia to be caught with their pants down. End quote. To improve readiness, they placed an open order for a range of weapons for delivery to Gold Hub in the Eric system. Additionally, the Colonial Council has funded the construction of a defensive station, placing orders for massive amounts of raw materials for delivery to Dub Enigma in the Colonia system. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. As you were, pilots, I'm Commander Chivalry Bean from Guard Frequency Response, here with essential tips to get you around the deep black and home again. Today I'm briefing you on mining in Elite Dangerous. We've noticed some of your rooks having issues with this, so we scheduled this training. Mining is a profitable activity and can be the difference between you as a future smartly outfitted space pilot and a pockmark on a space rock. The universe is full of opportunity lots of which involve putting yourself in harm's way with the intent on doing the harm first. 
but sometimes you want to do something less intense that will still line your coffers. That's where mining comes in. Done right, it's just you, floating rocks, and the black calm of space. The main things your ship will need are mining lasers, a refinery, prospector and collector limpet controllers, and space to hold your hull. A python is a good start, but if you want to mine for extended periods, a T9 will have lots to offer. Load up on limits, about half your hold, and sell everything else in your hold. Or optionally, take some garbage with you. I'll tell you why later. Mining in the right place means the difference between earning a pittance and reaping a fortune. Find a metallic ring with pristine reserves. Metal rich won't cut it, it has to be metallic. Pick a sunny spot and approach. When you get close, make sure you're going about 1 million miles a second or less, so when you drop from proximity, you don't take damage. Also, steer clear of resource extraction sites. Those locations are teeming with criminals that are there to be mined for bounties. You want to mine where it's peaceful, which is why you have to be patient when you drop at a frame shift. Someone is bound to show up. If a criminal appears, this is when you find out if you listened and sold off any goods before you came or took along some garbage. Once they scan your empty hold and cry about being hungry, they will leave you alone while you pile money into your hold. Alternately, you can just jettison some bio waste. Who needs that? And they'll be happy because you gave them something. I prefer the first method, but the second method is useful if you get pulled over on the way back home. Other miners, cops, if they show up, no one's going to bother you if you don't bother them. Pick any rock and hit it with a prospector limpet. That alone will double how many rocks will fly off when you hit it with your lasers. If the limit says pay night, mine it for all you've got until it's deleted. Release your maximum amount of collector limits and hear your wallet drooling. While you wait on the collector limits, you can read a nice book, do some stretches, or just stare into the black. When the collectors are nearly done, fire off a prospector at another nearby rock to find the next panite rock. You might take some searching, and you may be tempted to mine just any old rock, but you're wasting your time. Unless you know where you're going has a really good price for something. Scanning the same rock over and over is also wasting time. So I always fly towards the planet so I know I won't be going to the same rocks. There have been some upheavals in the economy, so things are in a bit of a flux right now. But I also mine rocks with osmium. If you find a station that has missions that want osmium, you can go to that mission and sell it for a great price. And the higher your reputation the better they'll pay you. On the other hand, while those missions might be more rare, the price for Panite has soared. It's over nearly double what it used to be. Once you're done mining, store your hard points, close your cargo hatch, and start flying out of mass lock. Open up your galaxy map and look for systems with a boom state and a station you can land at. The T9 will limit your options, naturally. You can also use tools not sanctioned by the Pilots Federation to look for boom systems. You didn't hear that from me. If you do though, you should be able to double check the prices for pay night remotely. Should be at least 70,000. But recently I've seen it go up to 121,000 and I've heard 130 at some stations. All for just a piece of rock. Make your way to the station alive and you're set. Sell your pay night. If you grabbed osmium or other materials, see if there's any missions you can turn in before you sell it. Then be sure to sell off anything else you have in your hold, rinse and repeat. Okay boys and girls. Tuck in your pet rocks and change into your flight suit. Skids up a 10. See you in the deep black. Come on, Mama's not gonna save you today. Let's go. You wanna fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. All right, so you vanquished the final combatant. 
And before you laid waste all around is uh, the, the detritus of, of your victory, uh, which will include three dead humans and one, mm, we'll call it malfunctioning, cyber dog named Muffin. Uh, and so uh, uh, some of you are injured. Some of you are um, more injured than others. Some of you have floor wax binding your wounds. What would you like to do? So taking a look around, um, just as a quick visual scan, who is the most hurt here? Because I think Red Barnes took a bit of a beating. Yeah. I think I have two hit points. I'm okay. about the same. I feel yeah. good. I, I took a little damage, but I think I'm, I'm only about half down. I have like 20. Is that right? Yeah, I'm basically with you there. So um, if I, I'm going to run over to Red and I'm going to take out my med pack. I'm not even going to give him a chance. I'm just going to start bandaging him up. Um, okay. So you so need to make a, medicine, medicine, a medicine check, a medicine roll with a so you D10 plus uh, whatever your medicine bonus is. Uh, I, I am not a doctor. I just want to say this up front. Seven. Not oh, that's bad. not bad. Yep. So, so Justin can take uh, add seven endurance points back to your total. What, what I do is I take the med pack, I take out the bandage, and I grab his shirt. I wring some of the whiskey out to get the... <laughs> bandage Sarah right. and just start rubbing down his wounds. Yeah, that, that's the good that. thing is that the, the wound is already cleaned. With the oh yeah, wax. that's right. It's been, right. It's been waxed. Very shiny wounds. <laughs> you peel off the wax. He says, ow, because you're ripping out some more hair. Uh, no, okay. Uh, but no, he, he does He does gain seven points, uh, seven endurance points back, so he's, he's looking a little bit better. Uh, you're stabilized and, uh, and and feeling a little uh, a little more energetic there, Shiv. Um, that puts me at nine or so. Okay, um, yeah. I've 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 had a wound or two in the in the field before, so can I just bandage myself up here. Sure. Right, yep. So I'm gonna try that. I got okay. a nine. So yeah, field triage is your gig. Uh, you get you gain nine endurance points back from your own med kit. Um, Justin, you're conscious. If you not if you're not comfortable with your hit point total, you can bandage yourself up if you'd like, or you can ask one of your crew members to uh, do it for you if they want to give up, if they want to help you and use your med pack on you. Uh, well, but you don't have to. I have to do it because I have the ability. Okay. He's like, get away from me, man! Not my dad! <laughs> okay, it costs karma, though, but... Oh, you, oh, you have karma not? ability? What karma ability is that? that? That's how I get to use it again. Oh, you can do it once more than once every six hours? Yes. Okay, okay. Like, hey, I learned a trick. You can uh, use these twice if you... <laughs> Great trick, man. <laughs> you, uh... you can use the you can use the wrapper. You can use the wrapper yeah, as an extra use... bandage. <laughs> yeah, so that's another six. Uh, it's pretty effective. Yeah, okay. Hey, it's pretty as a company, they don't give you lots of these, so you got to get the most out of them. Using the wrapper as an extra bandage is just awesome. It's just awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, GM, uh, quick question: um, yeah. Are medikits consumable? Like, is it gone now, or do you yeah. keep it? And yeah, it's okay. it's you know it's it, it you know you've seen you've you've seen war movies and stuff. They just tear open all the packages and dump the yeah, yeah. the stuff on it and cram things yeah. into the bullet wound and that kind of thing. So yeah, you've 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 sort of used up the 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 goods that were contained. You want me to see if I can get Henry's and use it on Congeno? I was going to ask who's got the least hit points left because I have 20 and I've got a uh, Medicaid I can give. I'm at 20. I'm fine. I, I have 11, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm okay for now. I mean, uh, uh, hopefully we, we, we killed all the heat signatures in the ship, right? As far as we know. As far as you know. Yeah. Mm. So in that case, I'm going to, because well, I'm still feeling okay, once I finish bandaging up red, I'm just going to take my pistol out and I'm going to stand at the northern 
uh, sorry, not northern, that's map orientation, the uh, starboard side door, and just keep an eye out down the corridor. Okay. Um, That's good. That's good. So we're done with the healing. Lennon's kind of standing guard. What what do you other three want to do? I'd like to look around the room where everybody was just killed and see if there's anything useful. Okay. The the traditional loot the bodies uh, part of it. (laughs) Yeah. So very good. Um, Okay. So uh, what you find is uh, a laser pistol. Uh, in the uh, in the body of the female that uh, Lennon killed, first of all, uh, you find a very nice auto pistol uh, that seems to be of exceptionally high quality, and you find uh, another auto pistol, which is kind of standard, and you find a malfunctioning dog. Can I take anything? Uh, you may take it all, including the dog, and the remote control for the dog, which is in the hand of the guy that had the very nice auto pistol. I mean, if if nobody's like claiming it, I'd like the really nice auto pistol. <laughs> they can, they, uh, you know, if, if if anyone objects or with can Shadows made, made a made a claim for it. With my uh, repair skill, you think I can fix the dog and keep it with the remote? Have a pet sick uh, it on people? It's, it is entirely possible. I want to try. I'm going to say it's entirely possible that that might happen. It might take a long time and lots of lots of roles you have to succeed on, but but I can keep it. So I'm taking both of those. Yeah, there's, some, there's yeah, there, I'm, I'm, sure. There's holes punched in it right now, and it's it's not functioning at the moment. I can but. fix that. Broken stuff's awesome. Right. I can fix broken stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm it, taking the, the dog in the remote. Yeah, the biological parts of the dog still seem to be mostly intact. So oh, it was and, a cyber dog, like a, a proper. Dog. Yeah. Wow. Cyber dog. Okay. Yeah. So, so robot dog entirely... with the parts. That's all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so yeah, the, it's the the cyber parts seem to be kind of damaged, but the robot, but uh, but the but the biological parts seem to. There's not a lot of blood. Let's put it that way. Not a lot of blood. It's... A lot of sparks and oil. So uh, you collect that. Uh, Ken Shadow, go ahead and write down an NG75 auto pistol on yours. Okay. Uh, Henry, cyborg dog. Could it be more useful than wax and. Uh... Might be. Watcher, but maybe not. Hey, Who knows? I, I could have died without that wax. Is uh, there any yeah, other yeah, weapons yeah, or gear? Control about the uh, Do you guys want to get some more uh, cleaning supplies in case we run into combat again? We with The closet's right down the, the hall. We can those, wait. Those are valuable, man. <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, Justin, why don't you write down laser pistol and auto pistol? Those are just the standard, uh, standard, standard. versions. Mm-hmm. And um, also, um, as... Henry, you're looking around the room, just generally, you see graffiti painted on the wall. On the forward wall, you see the words, you pay for sin. But the word sin is spelled S-Y-N with a capital S. And then on the back wall, it's just S-Y-N with a capital S. And on the back wall, it says, where did you hide it, Lucius? And then an unhappy face, a frowny face. So obviously they've been digging through all these boxes, digging out all these microchips, and haven't found what they were looking for yet. Um, we got a we got a number right earlier when we were hacking the computer about where the uh, the box is. Mm-hmm. I think we heard. Yeah, the, I believe it was downstairs. Down yeah, downstairs. We're in a spaceship. Down there, below. Down Under- down below. Yes, below is the word you're is the word you're looking yeah. for. Now, uh, right. Henry. So, it, uh, so uh, quick question. Quick uh, question, when, Henry. When you were when you were. Um, Describe for me your process of looting the bodies. Me? Yeah. I was going. I was just kind of looking around at the moment to see what was there. 
Okay. And then I really wanted to take the tech from the dog. I didn't okay. dig through everything. In fact, okay. King Shadow seems to have jumped ahead of everyone and said, I'm grabbing this because he wanted the big gun this time. <laughs> um, so I, I looked around and then he says, cool, I'm taking it. Um, okay, so I right. the dog. So that okay. was my whole process. Okay, that's your entire I, process. Okay, I'm gonna look around yeah. for more. I'm gonna look around for more ammo on specifically the guy I took the pistol from and see what else he has too. Okay, okay. So when you clean out his pockets, you find uh, two additional clips for your fancy gun, <laughs> in addition to the empty clip that he has in the gun. So that's okay. a, you've got two two clips total for the for the new weapon, and you also find three packets filled with a sparkly blue substance. It's a it's a healing potion. Healing <laughs> potion. <laughs> oh, it's Tide Pods. Tide Pods. <laughs> sure, why not? They actually, yeah, they actually kind of resemble Tide Pods a little bit. A little bit. So, so wait, guys, he's found he's found more cleaning supplies. <laughs> you don't know at this point. I throw but small. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking down the corridor. That's... Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. As I throw it in the air and shoot it with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, right. okay. So, so yeah, I, I look it up. I mean, do I? Can I? I mean, I can kind of guess from context what it is, but do I have any other information to, to kind of to know? Uh, no, not this stuff. No, not this stuff. I mean, you have a general background in nefarious things, but this is not within your um, realm of experience. There's no labeling. Is the no? Is the no. do the vials look medical in any way? Uh, they're they're like I mean uh, when I say they're like Tide Pods they're like little plastic packages they're transparent and you can see through them and oh, what's okay. inside them is a, like a, a blue substance a, like a blue like a, a sparkling blue powder looks like as I see him going through um, I'm just gonna sort of look over and uh, say that uh, we should really check these guys over to see if they've got any comms or any sort of beacons on them because we don't want anybody showing up like just check to see that they don't have radios on them and that there's nobody else on this ship. Yeah, we didn't see any ships out there when we got here, right? I mean, how did they no. get on board? Right, which is what I'm worried about. If something comes along now that we're here, all of our ships are attached to the hull, um, we're going to have to, like, GTFO, so let's just make sure that they don't have a homing beacon or a radio or aren't expected to check in, etc. I'll check one of the bodies, see if I find anything like that. Uh, you, you make a search of the bodies um, and on... Uh, Ken Shadow found three packets of the blue stuff on the guy with the auto fancy auto pistol. You find two on each of the additional humans, two apiece right. on each of the additional humans. I, I but nothing uh, and 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 one more thing, uh, two more clips of ammunition for your new auto pistol, Shiv, the one you just recently looted. That work for the one I already have too. Yeah, it's a standard type type thing, so you can that's interchangeable. Ken Shadow's weapon uses non-standard ammo, so we will have to find better ammo for that one. Um, and then. Um, uh, oh wait, no, it doesn't. He uses a it uses standard ammo too. Never mind. Apologize. He uses a standard clip. Um, and then you find uh, two packets. I say yeah, I said that two packets on each of the, the other two um, dead guys. So just to confirm my suspicions, um, I check the mouth and nose of the dead guy I'm on. Is there any? Do I see any blue kernels or anything like that in there? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. You definitely. You definitely spot. You definitely spot the remnants of of an inhaled packet uh, in there. All right, actually, all right, guys, and, this is... And actually, why don't, now that you've seen that, roll a perception check for me. It's got it all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's mixed Blue it with box. the floor wax. He's mixed it with the floor waxes and applying it to his face. What are you guys talking about? Uh, you know what? I, I, <laughs> oh, I, rolled a, I rolled a one, so I'm going to spend karma. Yeah, spend a karma, yeah, spend a karma point on your wallet sucker. 
Uh, that's a little. That's so you look. You uh, you look around and you 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 like. Well, so where's the wrapper? Red used it as a bandage. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking. You're like. You, so he's he's he apparently ingested this stuff. So where's the wrapper? You didn't find it in his pockets. Uh, okay. Well, I, I keep looking around. So I mean, like I'm looking you, at his jacket you, pockets. Do you, and... do you vocalize this to the other members of your group, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. I go. I go. These guys ate this stuff. Where's the Where's the wrappers? I'll take a look. Yep. Everybody can roll perception. I think they might be eating out of the box directly Ooh. instead of out of little packets. <laughs> Justin, Justin like rolls a 10. And uh, Henry. And garbage. What are we supposed That's to roll again? Point. Oh, yes. Natural 10. Yay, natural 10. So uh, with with the rolls of 9, 10, and 11, as, as, as uh, uh, Roland is down kind of on the, quote, floor, you're still in zero G, uh, he's looking around at the body, looking for the wrapper. You guys are all have a different perspective and see a little bit better in the dim light, and see there's about eight or nine sort of empty packets floating around with some of the black computer chips that are also floating around a little bit in here. Again, not as dense as in the hallway or as really dense as in the other cargo bay, but all that sort of stuff is mixing around. Plus, windshield wiper fluid is also bubbles. You know, the little little pockets of that are floating around. Uh, but but you see, yeah, and blood, and blood. But you see about you see about eight or nine of these packets floating around. So it's not they didn't just have one each; they've had multiple each uh, in this room, as you can as you can count by the number of empty wrappers that are floating around. All right, but these guys are obviously fiends. This stuff. Like how many wrappers around here? These guys were yeah. were high as a kite on the space PCP before we found them. Is this like a combat drug? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you know what it is? As much as they gulped down and we kicked their ass. I mean, <laughs> we wiped the floor with them, and they were gulping Blue it down. Steel. Is it any good? <laughs> uh, I, I've got no idea what that stuff is. I've never seen it before. Um, yeah, it's uh, you, you know, you, he doesn't have any idea. What everyone can roll a um, uh, the others like a streetwise. Streetwise. Ooh, I yeah. have that. Everyone can roll a streetwise and see what we get. I'm gonna that. spend a karma because I rolled a one. Do Do I, I roll a nine? Two? Two? Do I roll two, or would I just not be? You can roll. This. Yeah, you can roll. You can roll. For what and I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I got crap. Um, okay, so... Um, everyone except you, apparently. Everyone except you, kind of... What you, you, what you understand is, from your kind of general knowledge of how gangs work, um, especially drug gangs, is that sometimes one of the perks is you get freebies. And if you don't get a freebie, you get mad about it. You know, that's, that's something that you're sort of entitled to, right? So... Uh, you look at the back wall. Where did you hide it, Lucius? And then you find these people sort of gorging themselves on the on the stuff. And you find a ship in shambles. Hmm. The two and the two and the two kind of add up together. That they've already found it. They found it, and because they felt they were entitled to it, and maybe the the reason they found it was because they didn't do it the right way or like got this, it when they weren't supposed to. They went through it. So if we go down below, we're going to find an entire hold of in, of, of opened computer crates. Well, that's probably what all the black debris is from, but I think more likely we're going to find whoever Lucius is killed by them, who's probably one of their uh, compatriots, and, and they turned on him. Maybe this was their ship. Do you think they were all on this ship, or do you think they came here? Because it seems like maybe oh, there was... no, they came here. This is the Aurora. This is, you know, this is the ship that we were sent out to find. But I think that these guys have come along since, um, because well, this was registered to... On, then? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they've got a fourth guy that took the ship away or something, or... Maybe it's cloaked, hidden behind an asteroid, tucked behind a small moon. Um, it's been in your heart maybe they the were the crew. Yeah, it was in your heart the whole time. 
Well, I think I, we're, gonna get... we're gonna get answers on the deck below, though. So I think so. Right. I think we should. Unless there's anything else you guys want to do around here, I think we should move on out. Are there any more med kits we can restock our supplies with? None are uh, immediately apparent. There's okay. no other gear in these guys that is worth having, right? Hey, Ale, you could maybe get some extra parts for this uh, dog. There's a space room uh, in that closet. Nice. Get extra parts for it. Cool. Yeah, I should. Can I search for parts then? I guess. Well, hang on. Just before you do that, I. I, I don't know how smart an idea this is, and just please tell me if this is crazy because of the potential cargo that it could be carrying, but if the guard frequency wanted to find out what happened to this ship and it's here, should we at least see if we can fly this ship back? Because It then, might not be bad to see how badly damaged it is. Yeah, and then rather on? than rather than looking for Roomba parts now uh, and carrying them around, if we take the right. whole ship back, you can, you can have all the Roombas. Where's the engine room from here, uh, Red? I... Tell them where it is. Down below. There's no. We yeah. have no idea why it stopped. Yeah, we well, yeah. can check all the uh, stats from up there, see if anything's broken, what needs repaired. Leave it to the repair guy to hope it's broken so I can fix it. Let's just do what <laughs> Kinshadow says then. What, so, I'm yeah, sorry, pistol, pistol's still drawn. Um, I start walking towards the fore of the ship, and I kind of wave at everybody else as I'm I on my way out the door. I've I got swap out the clips out. in my, uh, my, my new auto pistol and, uh, and follow the... Uh, the British guy. <laughs> All right. So Space British. Space British. All right. So Space, Space British, British guy leads the way to the forward ladder, starboard side. Drop down one deck. You go down one deck. Presumably all of you all follow yeah. him. The, the the door immediately apparent on your, um, I guess would now be on your right side, is the door to the bridge. Okay. So uh, you can enter that if you wish. Yep. So on the bridge, when you walk in, uh, you can kind of, you see outside, right? You kind of see the reverse of what Ken Shadow saw uh, when he put his cockpit um, as close as you could get to this. But what you see now entering from the rear of the bridge are two bodies uh, strapped into the rear seats, and the rear seats are turned backwards so you couldn't see it from the from the outside. Right. Um, two bodies, uh, both of them, uh, or one of them with a slit throat, one of them with a bullet hole to the head. Um, are they wearing uniforms or anything like they look, visually identifying? They, they're wearing what would look like a typical flight suit. Like these are the guys that are supposed okay. to be in those chairs. Can we tell sure. how long they've been dead? There's a name patch that says Lucius. No, 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 no name patches, no identifying marks. This was a drug smuggling ship. They don't have Bob stenciled in on their on their coveralls. Um, <laughs> so uh, it, it, uh, it's just no identifying uh, um, badges or anything like that. But it's just it looks like flight. It's flight suit gear, you know, like a Remlock suit that would be for emergency. Um, Look like uh, they've spacing. been there a long time. Um, recent. You uh, roll. Uh, let's see what are you gonna do. Let's roll science check. That should be in one of your. I think it's just standard knowledge. Uh, whilst, whilst he's in that, I just want to say I'm gonna just like put my pistol away and I'm making my way to the to the front consoles to check. Okay. See if the ship's active. Yeah. So Ooh, very nice. Open. Wow. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, Ale's been around kind of some grisly sorts of uh, things before, and it's. But he's not a doctor, but what he can tell is that they were shot and left here, and it has not been long enough for serious decay to have sent to have set in. So it's not been weeks, maybe days, a couple probably. of days. Yeah, maybe a few days. I'll go up with uh, Quinn, and yeah. I'll start messing with the... Uh, see what start gear is installed, and see how it compares to what I've flown before. Okay. Um, it's a Type 7. You are very familiar with this type of ship, so you walk on up to the uh, main 
flight controls and you punch up and why don't you roll a, uh, a ship a uh, what is that a ship operations sure, spaceship piloting yep spaceship piloting is there anything so just coming from the D&D universe is there anything like the help action that I can do to give him a bonus on this or would I just do my I, own role and I think I kind of yeah I kind of homebrewed it last time where if everybody wants to help you kind of pool your scores or you pool your okay. bonuses and divide by two and then the guy that's actually doing it does the does the actual action yeah so um but justin rolled plenty high enough for him to be able to log on to the nav computer and he can tell the origin of the ship where it came from it's a planet called perclonus 7 was the origin uh, of the ship perclonus 7 what's there and i'll roll uh, uh, uh you can roll anybody who wants to roll a planetary knowledge check on a perclonus 7 is welcome to do so there, there seems to be a lot of forge stuff on this uh, the ship as well, so I guess probably shouldn't trust it at face value. I get a natural plan on that. Nice. So, wow, Ken Shadow actually, Ken Shadow's heard of Perquonus Seven, believe it or not, even from his from his sort of anachronistic, anachronistic uh, sort of. My, uh, my limited knowledge. I was I was I was reading through Space Wikipedia and I started with the P's for some reason. <laughs> he was looking for the perks of his hotel. He was looking for the hotel perks that he could get, and he just stumbled upon it. And uh, this is this is what he got. Uh, so Perquona Seven is uh, a sparsely inhabited uh, system. The seventh planet in it is not remarkable at all. There, it's there are some mineable minerals there that are might be that might be profitable to independent companies, but nothing that's going to attract attention from any of the major corporations. No, so a good place to hold a uh, a drug empire headquarters, maybe. You know, yeah, maybe because it's not out of the question that people would have mining operations or a small refinery there, but it's not going to attract attention from the major superpowers or. Or, or cops, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. So this would be it's a good it would be a good place to have a a, a drug lab, uh, as it were. All right. So red, is this ship still operational? You cannot exactly tell from the bridge because it is not receiving data from engineering. Told you I should go check out the engine room. Let's go. Hey, Ale, looks like the link to engineering severed, and so the computer's not getting all the data. Think you can help us out? Yeah, I want to run down there and check it out. I'm uh, I'm pretty handy with Starship engines myself. I'll come with you. Cool, let's do it. All right, so you head straight I, back to engineering? I, I, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm pretty good at repairing crap, too, so I'll go, too. Don't okay, forget so some... Uh, don't forget the uh, washer fluid. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Red, are you staying on the bridge, or are you going with him? Uh, we should probably stick together. But, I mean, this I don't mean to be too morbid, but is there anything on the corpses besides the flight suits? He wants um, another gun. <laughs> hey, you know it's 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 an RPG game, right? You know, loot everybody. Uh, you, Ken Shadow, being the sort of rough and tumble sort of guy that he is, he's been around a number of lifeless corpses in his time. Doesn't bother him much at all. He pats him down. Nothing of value. Whatever whatever they had had already been removed from them by the people that murdered them. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, as you uh, you guys tromp back to the engineering department, all the way to the back of the ship. Yep. Okay. Why not? You you notice as you go down the corridor, more black flakes running around, um, emergency lighting pretty much throughout yeah. the entire ship. Uh, same sort of environment you noticed on the uh, deck above. So you go back to the back of the ship, uh, crack open the door to engineering. I need everybody to roll a, um, let's call it a, 
Let's do a Dodge, dodge check. Let's do a Dodge oh. check. Yeah. Okay, buddy. What's on your mind? We're all friendly. So let's just be friendly. Some say he shouts, I can see House from here, and that he's constantly shushed in hospital waiting rooms, but only always he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. Yeah. Recap of last week's community question. Have you seen the Starfighter Inc. footage? Want them to open up another round of pre-release access for your preview pleasure? And starting off the feedback is Sean Newboy. Star Control series are awesome. They are talking about rebooting it. Wonderful episode, everyone. Starfighter Inc. looks good, but I can wait. Je Jeff, you were ranting about Star Control last week, right? Ra I guess raving is probably a better word. I, I was ranting earlier. You would rave. No, I wasn't would rave about Star Control. No, I don't know. If was, last week? Last week, I don't think I was raving about Star Control. I think maybe Brian was raving about Star Control. Oh, okay. Well, he's gone this week. Yeah. So other, so otherwise, sorry, Sean Newboy, the biggest fan on, on here about Star Control is, is not here this week. But I'm sure he appreciates your appreciation. Yeah. And just wanted to note that the Starfighter guys got in touch with us last week and we are working on a surprise or two for next week's show so stay tuned and think about maybe joining us on friday for maybe something fun yay we're, we're working I, on i'm it. looking we're forward to it. it yeah it's gonna be cool if, if it all comes together you know these live shows we're always 15 minutes late to start with and that's mostly my fault but uh but you know it, and we're gonna do something maybe complicated so Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. We're open. It should. I have, I have positive vibes. Akrova writes, Ha ha, I still play first-person shooter games with inverted controls because of Wing Commander and X-Wing. It just feels more natural to me, especially on a console with my thumbsticks. My friends have always given me crap about it. By the way, hi, I love the show. I've been listening for several months as I have started playing ED regularly. I really appreciate the Nuggets for Nuggets segment. Awesome. That's great. And we hope you appreciate the, our, our, our rookie instructor, Commander Chivalry Bean. It's his first outing uh, instructing the Nuggets. Hopefully it turned out uh, informative and helpful. So He's just promoted from the maintenance department. I think Commander Shiv was in uh, waste, uh, waste, haulage and disposal. waste management and haulage and disposal for a while. For a while. We gave him a new um, coverall. gave him a new, a, awesome. a new name tag. And uh, now he's teaching mining. So great. That's great. We'll, have, That's we'll great. have him teach other things too. Maybe maybe bio waste hauling will be something. Udemy worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> so That's yeah. Great. So uh, so uh, thanks to Commander Chivalry Bean for taking the load off of some of the curriculum for me. I mean for Commander Kinetic Impulsor. I don't know who the other. I don't know who that guy is. Look writes in and says plus forty two for inverse controls. Wing Commander two followed up by Monkey Island was the first box PC game my brother and I pooled our money together to play on our new 386. Only inverse controls ever. The new three, the 386. Yeah, those, those were the days. My neighbors had a Mac. They had the Apple. They had the Apple IIc, and then they got the Apple IIe, and we spent a lot of time playing over there with those things. And then once I got to college, I was introduced to the wonders of the Pentium. So it was like Macs were my Macs and Apples were my elementary and high school experience, and a little bit of Commodore sixty four mixed in there. And then when I got to college, that's when when Windows be, it became a thing. Three eighty sixes, yeah, three eighty sixes, and I I've got even an old eighty eighty eight back there that I can boot up and probably make run. What would you run on it? Pascal or you know some tooling machine tooling language or something like that oh, okay there's all kinds of things you can do with these old machines they still have a serial connection you can play with the uh, microcontrollers oh and yeah all kinds you know of that stuff. that's the one thing i don't want to go too far down this path but that's the one thing i miss about computers is the fact that they've taken out the serial port 
true serial communications there. Um, awesome little little thing you can do with those things. Anyway, I digress. Um, Viper Wolf writes, Enjoying the shows and the RPG. Had to give. Started to feel sorry for you guys without a new Patreon, so I figured, why not? Not too thrilled with SC, so I went to ED. And do enjoy. Tool me a while. Now, I know you meant to say took me a while. To figure out where you guys are <laughs> stationed, so now I'm in the Pleiades. Still figuring out the game after a year or so. Hey, join the crowd, Viper. I'm, uh, you know, still trying to figure out the game, too. Keep up the good work. So, uh, lots of, yeah, so we're, we, typically we base ourselves out of HIP 20277. There's a station there called Fabian City. It's, uh, it's kind of a ways out. It's about 2,000 light seconds out. But right outside the front door of the station is a ringed planet with several has-res and high-res mining zones. Uh, you can mine there. You can Been bounty hunt, hunt there. there. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, and 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 it's and it's pretty. It's fairly centrally located, so you're in the middle of all the engineers, more or less. I mean, some of them are way out there, but you're you're kind of within 100 and 150 light years of basically all the engineers. Um, we like it. It's it's kind of in the southern lower end of the bubble, so it's not it's not it's on the close part of the bubble to the Pleiades sector, so it's not too far out. It's a pretty. We, it's it's home. It's where we've been. It's where we've been doing stuff for several years now so that's just kind of where we hang out take me um, down so, to Fabian City where the mine is City, hot yeah. and the girls are pretty uh oh take Have, me down if you've seen girls at Fabian City I'd like to know about that because well as we said no space legs yet I haven't uh, does, no space legs but but um, but yeah so the, and thank you for your we're, we're gonna spoiler alert Jeff will read your your Patreon name here in a little bit but uh, thanks for the contribution we, we do take pity contributions you felt sorry for it. We'll take it. Yep. Pity, yep. pity works for us. Absolutely. Hey, you're supporting the show, and I could give you a hug. So that's you know, your, your virtual yeah, hug. Big hugs. Virtual hug. Big hugs. Big virtual hug and actual patch. Yeah, actual patch. All, that's important. Yeah. Yes, the actual patch. Ken from Chicago says hashtag space opera is my favorite subgenre. Period. TV, novels, films, and games. Star Trek was my entryway. So space war, space invaders, asteroids were fascinating. Though my first 3D hook, Zaxxon. Zaxxon. Oh, Zaxxon. Oh, yeah. Yay. Ken's the Ken's man. Ken's the man. Ken's Ken, awesome. usually, Ken regularly <laughs> hits it out of the park, doesn't he? If you insist on it, not just for a space game, but for a space sim game that, well, didn't win me over to the genre. I already had a love of space opera. But that first assured me of the potential, Frontier Elite 2. So he liked, he was, that was his first space sim that he, that, that hooked him. All right. Silent Hunter writes, just listening to number 202, just a quick suggestion for the future. Can you please put the cool links you discuss in the show notes? I believe we do for the most part. Well, that's over at Priority One. See, this is this is part of Tony's laziness and the speed of writing the show is that I just, like, put it all in there. I don't always copy the links. Sometimes I do, especially in Flight Deck, if it's going to someplace we don't usually routinely check. But, yeah, no, if, if we refer to something, I'll, I'll try to take that under but, advisement But don't we say in our show notes that links are in the show notes? Don't we say- if, there, if we say links are in the show notes, we put it in okay. there. I usually, I typically try to avoid writing that phrase in our show notes because I put together the show notes and I'm usually doing it right before the show starts and I'm going very fast and I don't always do a perfect job. Just so everybody knows, Tony is very busy with this show and Priority One yeah, it's, it, and all it's, the other stuff. So it's tough, it's a bit of an yeah. addiction. It's a bit of a compulsion. And so, but but I am I am trying to be aware of my limits. But it is a good yeah. suggestion, and if and if uh, if we call for it, we'll do it. And we might even screw up the .com in our 
usual way. Ah, so okay. just for you. <laughs> but it's just for you, Silent Hunter. All right, now comes my favorite part. New Patreon? Yes! We have a new Patreon. Listen to the excitement in my voice. Yes, and and virtually zero Tony's a dick. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's perfect. Exactly what we we're looking for. William Hardy, welcome to the family. Can I get some music, Mr. Audio Engineer? Random winner, William Hardy. Uh, <laughs> totally random. How'd that happen? I don't know. And this, Amazing. Oh, and, and this week's community question. Any huge problems with the Elite Patch? Spotted any Thargoid Scouts or new Guardian bases? Let us know in the all the usual ways. And otherwise, how is the show? Have we discovered more than 0.028% of our entertainment potential? Or should we get our skids up and keep looking? Either way, let us know. Drop us an email, a tweet, comment on our show posts, whatever you want to do. You can find that uh, show post on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 203 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 204 on March 13th, 2018. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Dean Lowmaster, and our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our wonderful audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and a special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Because part of my frustration was I'm flying around at 800 million plus credit ship and listening to Jeff eat chips. And as I'm doing these two things, I'm sorry. Hey, I, you were just going on and on and on. I figured I'd sit well, I know my, he's, he, Jeff's just like, Jeff's just like, man, this is popcorn time. Mm, yeah, this is awesome. Yep. Keep going, Tony. I'm fascinated by this. Good evening for Galactic Public. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good evening. It's We're a word I just made up. Well, it's noon. I did, yeah. It's between noon and evening. Ooh, Good evening. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I, this is Borla, Boris Karloff coming to your life. <laughs> I want to read the news. <laughs> the last round of counterattacks appear to have stalled the Thudicord. The latest rounds of counterattacks appear to have stalled. Deep in the Pleiades sector, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. <laughs> Henry, don't eat chips. <laughs> you did you get up out of your chair just to go find a bag of chips to re ah people? You texted your <laughs> wife to bring you chips to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Fired, all of you. Hey, chip muncher. Yeah, I'm looking for something. We're <laughs> and that brings us to the end, right? It, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. It sure does. Because part of my frustration was I'm flying around at 800 million plus credit ship and listening to Jeff eat chips. And as I'm doing these two things, I'm sorry. Hey, I...
You were just going on and on and on. I figured I'd sit well, back. I know my. He's just just like just was like man. This is popcorn time. Mm, yeah, this is awesome. Yep. Keep going, Tony. I'm fascinated by this.